Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 244. We're back in the main studio, guys. Yay! Yay! Studio A. A, the Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you at the, in the Fonz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I talked about a couple books today, mainly a big book, Patience. You have to have patience to sit through that review of this book. <laughs> Talked about a lot of different toy lines. Talked about uh, the awesome new Funko comic book series that's going to be coming out. I like how you say awesome. Like, awesome yeah. new We already talked about that it. We know that what we really think. To. <laughs> yes, and the awesome reboot of our favorite malt beverage from the 90s. Oh, God. Yes. yes. So excited about that one. It's going to be so awesome. <laughs> we we got some Star Wars, some Marvel. Uh, I once again touched on my trip that that's the trip that keeps on giving. Yeah, this one with a little more nerdage within it. Mm-hmm. So everyone, sit back, relax, grab a Zima, enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast two hundred forty four, and now for something completely different. Spring depression is setting in. Spring depression? Yeah. Oh. You get depressed about weird shit. I know. You know why I'm depressed, right? Because Winterfest is done and over. No, because Winterfest is done and over. His epic party. Epic. It is epic. In with the shitty weather and an ice skating rink that pretty much melted, but we still had enough slush that by the nighttime it got cold enough to you skates go right through it, but the boots mm. you could kind of slide on it. So people were playing hockey. Mm. We, me and a buddy, took two truckloads of snow from down at uh, a parking lot down the road to fill in the suicide, oh. so we could have that going. Wow. Which everyone loved that. That was fucking work, man. That was like two and a half hours. We put in a wheelbarrow, got it halfway up the slide, but we couldn't with centrifugal force get it up any farther. Dump it there, put it in more buckets while maintaining our balance on this rickety fucking slide that we made. Mm. Went through two kegs plus beer and, and liquor and everything. It went great. Stayed yeah. up till 6.30 in the morning. How many people showed up? 120? Is that what I saw? Yeah, that was that was just like with a quick count. I yeah. mean, there was way more than that. That's crazy mm. that he knows and 120 people and that they're all willing to come hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is surprising, to tell you the truth. And that's why I get sad, because it's like, some of them I actually only see about once a year. I made it a point this time to, like, tell them, hey, we gotta hang out for a beer beyond this party. But I also love that they make it a point beyond anything to make sure that they make it to this right. party. This mm. is two of my most epicness of epic things. The other one is the bar golf in the summer. Oh, Yeah. Yes, also. He's great at planning parties. I feel like that's your calling. I would love to be a party planner. I'd be a wedding planner. I'd do anything. You (laughs) should do promotions. You could get really into EDM, you know, and uh, just... Where are you going with this? 
Um, where am I going? EDM. Yeah, that's trying dance music. Yeah. 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 What's that that have to do with promotion? Being like a party promoter, like where you're like renting out. Yeah, that'd be venues. I'd be rent doing '80s fucking style shit or '90s. That's probably. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe some comic, comic book stuff. I mean, I'm, done. I'm just gonna go listen. straight. I'm to just EDM. gonna listen for the rest of the podcast. You guys have fun. Oh, <laughs> hems got hurt feelings. So yeah, so a little sad about that. I am actually slightly happier though that we are back in the main studio. Yes, Studio A. I think we should start calling this the Fawns Studio. Fawns Studio A. We do need to. I think we've called it a couple different things before, like the drunken den, or it needs a it needs a sign. The room on the that door. shall not be named. You know what Studio B is going to stand for now? Baby. Yes. Yes, Studio B is baby. Aww. Aww. That's so Aww. cheesy of a, a segue into. That is cute though. The announce. Well, I mean, fuck, we're going to announce it anyways. Yeah. Derek had his baby. He's not going to be on the podcast for forever. You so. like literally just found out, too, before recording this. Too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll save the details, because those are his to reveal. I can't Whether he wants them revealed or not. I can't wait till he has a diaper blowout. And... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> but... he's not good with kids. He's so worried yeah. about him being a dad that he's going to be an awesome dad. But it's fucking hilarious seeing him around my brother's kids and just any kids in general. Yeah. Having babies changes you. It's for sure. Physically and mentally. You're just never the same Mm-mm. after that. But congrats to Derek and his tiny little manta ray. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we won't reveal the gender. No. No. He can he can do that, which yes. that was great. That, well, it took us a while to figure out, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We had no idea. We threw it, you know, we didn't want to post inappropriate pictures of his child, first thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was diapered <laughs> when we got the pictures. But So it'll still be a while before Derek joins us again, before full fatherhood hits him in the face and realizes that he needs to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> For something other than work. Mm-hmm. And he'll come back and join us. Well, I do need to not really make a correction, but there is some things that we talked about last week which were wrong, which I knew that they were wrong then. What are you talking about? But I also didn't want to bring up this this fact because so I was already talking has enough. To do with Disney World, doesn't it? So uh, <laughs> when I took this awesome trip <laughs> yes, down I to knew. Florida. <laughs> Not just Disney World, because it also involves Universal. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. So remember when you were talking about, uh, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and the the Tower, Tower of Terror. Terror and stuff? Yeah. And I knew that what you were talking was a bunch of bullshit coming out of your mouth, because I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen those plans. What you may be thinking is, uh, in August when they had, or two years ago, like, Guardians of the Galaxy meet and greet at one point at Disney mm. World. Because there is no plans to change it, in fact. They're ripping it down. They can't change it no anything to marvel because universal has an ironclad deal with marvel back in like 1990 they licensed the stuff to universal this is before disney owned marvel and in that deal they pretty much laid out that nowhere on the east coast and from my cousin who works there told me anything uh east of the mississippi can have a Marvel in a theme park hmm. without, like, you know, the written consent and universals because they own then everything on the East Coast. So that's why they still have the Marvel world there. The only thing in there, it states that they will still pay the licensing fee, which is also 
contracted in dirt cheap as well as they need to maintain all the rides so last year they took down the hulk ride to um well fix it and pretty much rebuild it from ground up but people thought they're going to start dismantling it as well as with the rumors that universal uh, bought the rights to nintendo and that they're going to have a little nintendo land they probably still are right. but they're also realizing we're never going to fucking give up marvel and disney has tried and you can see it in some of the proof of concepts they've uh put some some decos on like the the amtrak train mm-hmm. uh, monorail going around but that's technically not a ride, so they could kind of do that. And they've had like some meet and greets with some people because right. it's not a ride. Now, Disneyland in California, they can do whatever they want there. Because they're West Coast. Yes, I and there's you. nothing contractually. but And it's even more specific on within like the mile radius of Orlando as well um, that just Universal owns hmm. Marvel for attractions there so hmm. we're so, never going to see something disney so universal couldn't build a new one or they oh they can't they can they, they can. can do whatever they want with those people have speculated that disney should be able to use new properties that were never within mm-hmm. you know universe but from what they've lawyered up and seen there's not been anything within this contract that they can otherwise they would have by now yeah. And so pretty much they're like, well, shit, we're, maybe they might work something out, but for everything, Universal doesn't need to do any promotions. Let Disney take care of right. all that. We're yeah. going to have this attraction area. And, and that is a fun area within Universal. But then again, I don't really like Universal because it's, yeah. So I wish Disney yeah. was able to get Marvel. And like I said, they have some smaller attractions that they can make in Disneyland. So for the time being, Okay. Contracts are contracts, so. Right on. Do they glad, have a Tower of Terror? Glad we cleared that up. Yeah, do they have a Tower of Terror in Disneyland? Maybe that's what I was. I don't believe um, so. But I want to go I want to go to Disneyland and see what it's like. And, yeah. It's smaller, right? And they do have, like, Disneyland Hong Kong, I believe. They're making some Avengers stuff there, yeah. too. And, and they have Disney all over the place. Yes. That's going to be my dream when I'm a billionaire. In here. Which, bajillion dollars got some tokens from thor <laughs> yeah worth a bajillion earth which You're the, the one person that was willing to buy those off of his roommate <laughs> that that skit was fucking hilarious um once again there's thor and his roommate uh what the fuck's his roommate's name um Isn't it like todd or something like that yeah, I can't remember, but this was more Something or less to... very white guy. This was uh, <laughs> meant to kind of uh, go for the new Blu-ray of uh, Doctor Strange that's coming out yeah. this week. Which, I uh, can't fucking... Oh, Daryl is his name. Ah. And I can't wait till that movie... Oh, I'm going to be slow motion like a bunch of... The visual effects on that just... Doctor Strange? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Amazing. yeah. But I want to see a real fucking like, TV show or made of Thor and Daryl. Because that first skit when they did last uh, fall... When he got left out of... Was, was hilarious. Civil War, yeah. And this one, just him needing to pay pay rent and... <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with Mark Ruffalo. You know, they keep doing this with Thor, but they, they're not doing it with Mark Ruffalo. I think that... Didn't they mention in the first skit that Hulk wasn't around? Like, maybe that's when he got shot off to mm-hmm. space for Planet Hulk? Because... Mm. When the next movie isn't that is he coming? They're both gonna they start on the planet, right? 
Thor yeah. and the oh, Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think... For the Thor movie. Yeah, yeah. for Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. I think whatever is going to happen in there, it's going to show him being shot off into space. Yeah. Or whatever, they go on a trip together, and then he gets separated, and they need to reunite and find their <laughs> they love. They didn't hold hands like yeah. they were supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's where I see that, but I think the movie's gonna be way funnier uh, because these skits have been made. I can't remember the the director's names, but he's actually directing the new Thor movie. So if he takes yeah. his humor from these and puts it within Thor, we're gonna get a Thor that, I, although I think he is mightily badass within the comic books, he does say some brain dead things sometimes that just. Thor? Makes, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's definitely, like... He's kind of like, um... He's a jock. A smarter smarter Drax? Yes. That's who I was trying yeah. to compare him to, is Drax. He has a little more common sense than Drax is. Well, even though... Yeah. But Drax They're is so smart. Literal. He just is literal. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes him funny, because he doesn't get that. Right. Yeah. It makes sense for Thor, because he's basically a foreigner to our world. Right. You know? He's an alien, if you will. He's a god. Yes. Oh my god, I want to do a podcast where I'm literal the whole time. You're not already? <laughs> well, I don't... I, I like, would feel bad if you were being literal. But I, like, I'm trying to... Drax literal, because he also seems to not get it, because everything he takes is literal, but like, mm. if you were to say, like, oh my god, and I, I would be like, where? Where is your god? Yeah. I want to meet this god. Like... <laughs> I don't know if I could maintain. I don't that think attitude. you could, especially if you spoke you like that own the whole a time. God? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. I haven't I haven't watched the Thor roommate thing yet, but I'm excited to see Thor Ragnarok. So. Oh my god! I was I, that just reminded me of uh, the other day at work. Um, there's this guy who's he's lived in America for quite a long time, but he's Russian originally. And somebody asked him about the Russians. I know, right? But um, <laughs> he seems cool. We're now flagged. <laughs> yeah. He, um, but so he, somebody was asking him, like, "Are you married to this?" And he was like, "I don't get what that means. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would I be married to this?" <laughs> I just, it was sort of a Drax moment. Right on. I just. Yeah. <laughs> Speed bump. Um, so I have a book to review this week. Oh. It's a big book. It's an actual book. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I picked up... So this book that I'm reviewing... Uh, no, that is a book. That's not a comic book. It's a book. That's it's like a graphic... the size of... That's the size of, like, my 10th grade math book. <laughs> it's, a, it's a graphic novel. Comic book graphic comic book, large comic, hardcover comic book, whatever you want to call them now. I heard that people are trying to get away from the term graphic novel and that we're supposed to be calling them all comic books now because that's what they are. Well, I feel like if you make it in the format of it's that size, it is a novel because it's that size, but it's graphic. That's what graphic novel is. Right. When we say collected editions, those aren't graphic novels. So like... This, is this collected editions, or was it made to be like that? It was made it, to be like this. And that would be a graphic novel. So this, I think we should call them all funny pages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Patience, from Daniel Klaus, who Daniel Klaus wrote Ghost World. Did you ever... Most people have only ever seen the movie. Yeah. Ghost World. And the movie is great. Yes, the book is great, too. But he's he's a great writer. So, Patience... 
What? I think I read that, yeah. Ghost and World? It was really good. I think the book was better than the movie. Even. Well, you it, usually it is. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so this, uh, this book was actually been on, like, a ton of people's top ten lists for last year. It's not a recent release. It came out sometime, I think, in the end of last year. So, Patience, Tony, you will love this book. You should read it because it is all about time travel. So what happens is the beginning of this book starts with this couple who clearly are having some problems. She got fired from her job or she lost her job. She finds out that she's pregnant. He says that he has one job when really he's been handing out flyers for a strip club on the street to make money and she doesn't know that's what he's doing. So, like, the whole beginning of the book is them trying to, like, figure life out as a young couple. And then he comes home from work one day deciding he's going to tell her what he actually does for a living and be honest with his wife. Oh, my God. And she's dead on the, like, there's a broken lamp on the ground and she's just dead on the ground. So he gets arrested for her death and spends a couple years in jail until they finally prove that it's not him. And then he spends the whole rest of his life trying to figure out who killed his wife. Like, literally the whole rest of his life. Like, you flash forward to 50 years in the future, and it, things get super weird in the future in this book. Like, people have green skin, and it's very alien-like. Like, Daniel Klaus thinks a lot of hap- things happen in the next <laughs> yeah. 50 years, because there's a lot of shit going on. But he finds out that there's this guy who has figured out time travel. Mm. So he goes and steals this technology from the guy and travels back into the past when Patience was... I want to say early 20s when she before she meets him to try and figure out who killed her or to stop it from happening and he fucks that up bad and I'm not going to say what he does but he fucks it up really bad he ends up going back even further into the past into the 80s ends up fucking that up pretty bad and then ends up jumping back to the appropriate time where Mm. the murder the time period where the murder actually happens and he actually ends up fucking that up pretty bad, too. <laughs> I keep thinking you're about to say, and then he ends up fucking a dog no. or something. No, he, and then you just he, say, like, he messes things up so yeah. bad. Like, nothing he does turns out right. But it, nothing changes in the history that he can tell. Like, he fucks all this shit up, but he thinks that maybe that that's what he was supposed to do. And that's how, like, the timeline has been created... Is that why the future's so fucked up? Is because of him? Maybe. I don't know. They don't... They spend, like, five pages in the future before he jumps back. And, um... But it's... It's hard to tell whether he doesn't think anything has changed because his memories change with the changes that he makes in the timeline, or if it's literally, like, one of those loops. He's not going back, back to his time... And checking to see if anything. He changed. interacted with himself in the past, actually, which the guy told him not to do because everything would mm. blow up. But he actually ended up playing like, foot, like tossing a football with himself when mm. he was a kid when he was back in the eighties. Well, that was a weird. Mm. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> the 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 implications of that scientifically are, are yes. quite se- severe. Yes. Yes, so. but nothing happens that we can tell. He is literally like, so he goes back in the past to when she was in her twenties and and beats the shit out of a guy, and ends up time jumping with everybody there. Like everybody sees him just dis- just disappear into thin air, which 
she was there. She saw it. She doesn't know it was him because it's like a much older version of him. But it ends up being the thing that she never tells him when they get married. Like, she's always had this secret that she won't tell him. And that ends up being what the secret is, was him. He was the secret. And then when he goes back to the 80s and does a bunch of drugs and figures out how to time jump back to the future, he ends up interacting with, like, her ex-boyfriend and the guy that tried to... The most interesting part of this book is she ends up with this guy in in her early 20s, this this rich guy, because she, she kind of grew up in, like, a white trash situation. Her mom and her stepdad were completely terrible, and she was working at a diner. And this rich guy comes to ask her out on a date. She goes out with him, and it ends up he's just trying to videotape her giving him a blowjob mm. while his friends are all <laughs> hiding in the woods. And that's when her husband, who is now older, who has jumped back into the past, beats the shit out of all of them, which was pretty great. But um, in the future, this guy that tricked her becomes like a... Who's that guy who yells a lot and his face gets really red? Josh? Alex Jones? Alex Jones. He turns into like an Alex Jones type character, right? Okay. And... um, I was like, I couldn't tell if you were talking about Alex Jones... Or Sam Kennison. It's definitely <laughs> one or the other. And when when they get to the present, you know, they had com- you had completely forgotten about him being a part of her life. But when you get back to the current time, you realize that he actually had a lot more to do with her life than what anybody realized, except mm. for maybe her. Um, but it's the way they tie all these different parts together and how they can make it a storyline with him fucking everything up so badly Mm -hmm. the whole time is really interesting and i would love tony for you to read this and give me your your thoughts on how they because i know you're you love time travel Mm -hmm. and you have some pretty interesting theories on the whole thing i i will promise you this i will read it but you know i have a lot of other stuff that i gotta do like cleaning (laughs) so you need to have some patience Nice. But uh, the art in this, um, Daniel Klaus's art is always very, it reminds me of like, when you, you know how you, when you read the comic strips on Sunday. You mean the funnies? Yes, the funny pages. And you have the ones that you always read, like Garfield and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you had the ones that were kind of like for adults. And yeah. you always skipped over those. Like Mary's word, whatever. Sally word. Yeah. And yeah. That's what this art kind of reminds me of. It's his very traditional art. Mm-hmm. But um, when you get... In... <laughs> it's funny that you said those were the ones I skipped over. Yeah. They're talking animals. Yes, yes, they were always the ones I skipped over. But he does get super trippy, especially in the end, when because he actually comes uh, face-to-face with patients. Like, the older version of himself comes to face-to-face with her. And when that happens, he, gets, he goes into this whole weird, trancey, like state where like everything in his mind has is wrapping itself up before he just kind of disappears into the universe I guess is what happens um so he does a very good job about making that look trippy enough where you can tell it's different than the rest of the book I everyone should read this it took me two days to read it's big but it's a very quick read and it's very good so you boys both of you have to read it and tell me what you think. Oh, okay. I will definitely tell you what you think. i also tell you what I think about Disney World, because it was so fucking amazing <laughs> on my trip. <laughs> All right, that's really the last. I was going to try to s- sprinkle in throughout the next. I'm like, 
All right. You did say you had more to tell. More of your audio slideshow of your vacation. Yeah. I do have, well, I I have a shit ton I can talk about from the trip, but I I feel like I've overdone that a little (laughs) bit enough last week. (laughs) We need a little more. Let's talk about Looney Tunes instead, shall we? There should be a theme park Looney Tunes. Fuck yeah. I would go to that. Isn't, um,. What's there's a water? Warner, oh, Warner Brothers, maybe. Go well, there yeah. because they own them. Yeah. Is, well, there was the Roger Rabbit thing too. I don't know if they had Looney Tunes and. There was a well. That, but. Is it Six Flags that used to do Looney Tunes? Yeah. Say no. There was a there was a theme park that had Looney Tunes tie-ins to I was, it. I know Cedar Point used to have Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Yes. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> um. So DC's been doing the the Hanna Barbera crossovers with too much success lately. DC's killing it with everything that they've been doing lately. Um, now they're coming out with uh, and that's no joke. <laughs> DC, see what I did there? I did see what you did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're coming out with uh, Looney Tunes crossovers. DC crossing over with Looney Tunes. Interesting. Yes. Is it going to go the way of the Hanna-Barbera ones, where they're taking the Looney Tunes and making them more serious? Or is this going to be like Space Jams, where you take something realistic and make it really, really crazy? Yeah, I don't know. how. I feel like they'd almost be more realistic in the what they've been doing. But I don't think Looney Tunes would really translate. Because they aren't, re- like... They get. Can we just gonna say they're not real because neither yeah. is Batman. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> I have seen pictures of Batman. Well, we gotta think though, like, but when when Daffy Duck gets his head blown off with the shotgun and his like bill f- goes around no. and then he like reattaches it to the front, like that is like straight up slapstick. slapstick. Yeah. That you can't necessarily do in like a real world setting. It's true. And not to mention also having like talking ducks and rabbits like that just doesn't make sense so i almost feel I, like it's got to be i bet they could pull it off if they were doing if they were doing um if they were going realistic with it if they used it in just the right way to make fun of itself and its own history they could pull off doing that and make it really funny you know you think they're going like, to go funny with it if it was if it was realistic for most of it, but then every now and then they'll slip in some of that slapstick just right. Okay. It, it could be a really good joke to break up the seriousness of it right. or whatever. I'm sure it won't be straightly serious, you know. Right. Well, they've they've released some of the covers. Yeah. The one that has me the most intrigued is Lobo and Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. That could be an inch. Both of them going after the Roadrunner. I could see that. That could be funny. I would love to see Lobo standing over a cliff in midair with a little sign that says, like, uh-oh, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but Yeah. They also had Jonah Hex with um, Foghorn Leghorn and Yosemite Sam all yeah. in, like, cowboy gear, which I thought looked really cool. Uh, Marvin the Martian with Martian Manhunter. Like, versus Martian yeah. Manhunter. Yeah. So that could be interesting. I would... It looked really Martian. good. Marvin the Martian getting real dark. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the helmet was really cool, too. It looked like it had runes on the helmet. Oh, okay. It was really, really cool. Look. And then they had Batman, just the silhouette of Batman with Elmer the Fudd. Elmer the Fudd. 
Elmer Fudd? Yeah. Elmer the Fudd. <laughs> What's a Fudd? That's an Elmer. Um, so that that's the one where I'm like, what yeah. is going to happen here? It, did they just, like, they were, I feel like they were really scrounging for a, ba- uh, a Bugs Bunny uh, crossover. Like, like, Batman does not really seem much like Bugs Bunny, though. Well, Bugs Bunny they does get himself ears. out of situations smartly i guess so smartly yeah smartly smartly (laughs) sure but elmer fudd yeah like he gets outwitted by a rabbit Mm. and they're gonna put him now against batman yeah (laughs) what what's gonna happen he's gonna finally catch the rabbit (laughs) he teams up with batman to get fucking bugs (laughs) that would be a good twist yeah where where bugs is the the villain and and Batman thinks like it's some pawn of the Joker or something, or he's Scarecrow has like hallucinated him to see like yes. Batman's gonna try and go after Bugs Bunny with Elmer Fudd until they he find finds- out that <laughs> Bugs Bunny's mom is Martha, is Martha. <laughs> Martha Bunny, <laughs> Martha Bunny. <laughs> oh my God! I really do hope gonna, that that's. Then he's the gonna story. realize Elmer Fudd's been playing him. And- <laughs> Are you listening, DC? That needs to be the storyline yeah. now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, something I'm really mad about just recently, and I don't know why I'm so angry about it, but they're bringing Zima back. Yes. And my question is why? Why not? Because it's the, the nectar of the guy. Ugh. Oh my Asshole. God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the nature of the gods, assholes. Yes. Always, yeah. It's like drinking battery acid. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. The only way you could ever, like, thoroughly enjoy it is when you would drop Jolly Ranchers into it to make it have flavor. I don't think I've ever had Zima. You shouldn't. Nobody should drink it. Why they're bringing it back, I don't know. It's so, terrible. So it's basically like Sierra Mist. It's like, remember when they did, yes. Well, they're like Smirnoff <laughs> Ices, but not really with as no flavor. flavorful. Yeah. yeah, It's literally like they took water and added alcohol to it, but somehow they made it... Carbonated. It's like like bad. alcoholic... Water. Carbonated al- water. Car- like, yeah, alcoholic... Canadian Alka-Sessler. Dry. <laughs> I had uh, gone in... Uh, oh, yes, it's exactly what it tastes like is alcoholic Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly what it tastes like. Yeah. So my first time of trying to buy underage, and actually the only time I truly myself tried to buy underage, I was in ninth grade. Oh, my God. I (laughs) was pretty tall, looked older, and I could grow facial hair. Staying the night at at, uh, a friend of mine's that I worked with in the summer, and his older brother was best friends with a guy that was, I was moving to a new high school. Dude was going to be a senior in the football team. Thought, hey, I should really become friends with this guy, which I did, and that helped me out a little bit in the social hierarchy of uh, high school. But they were going out one time, and we were, I forget, we were, we were going to go play pool or something, all four of us. And they're like, hey, Tony, you think you can, you know, possibly buy some alcohol? I go, I've never tried. And they go, well, let's try it. And I'm like, didn't really want to because I also didn't drink then or cared to drink. Right. Um, well, you were in ninth grade, so it, that makes sense. Well, I was a goody two-shoes for the most part, secretly. So I wasn't going to drink, but I was like, well, that's a challenge. So we stopped at some shady little liquor store. This is also really when people didn't give two shits about 
underage selling and carting and stuff. So I go and I go in there and they didn't really tell me what they wanted, but I'm like looking at the stuff and I'm like, oh, this is a perfect excuse. So I grabbed some Zima. No. Oh. <laughs> Why was because of what happened when I brought up the counter. They go, ID. I go, ID. What are you talking about, ID? Well, son, it's, you know, I'll call it beverage. You need to have an ID? I go, oh, I thought this was like that water stuff. Like, my bad. I, oops. That, well, I don't have my ID on me, and I didn't know this is alcohol. I'll have to go back and get my uh, ID or wallet or something. I go out to the car and didn't get it. I told them, like, they asked for my ID. But I was cool in their eyes that I tried. Right. Yeah. And I also purposely chose that because I could Looked play like off the lie that I thought it was water instead of just me. Because tr- I didn't know if they would all of a sudden call the cops look at this you got like a really young pack. fucking kid. You got like a 24 pack of Budweiser and you're like, oh, I thought it was water. water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Zima will always have a special place in my heart because of that story and that night. However, when I finally tried it later on in yeah. life, has a special place There's in my a stomach. Reason part why of it they discontinued dead. it. Yeah. But I guarantee you it's not gonna be the same flavor. It's or non flavor. It's gonna have a flavor. God, I yeah. hope so. It was terrible. And their taglines were always awful too. I think their biggest one was like something different. Zima, something different. <laughs> really? <laughs> I get it. Everybody's hipsters now and we're all nostalgic for things in the past, but it's the new PBR. Does, oh, it makes me want to drink PBR. I know. They should have PBR flavored Zima. PBR's good. Uh, mm. It's good for it's cheap. It's tolerable. It, for cheap beers, it is good. It gives, yeah. me, it gives me a headache. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. Sorry, yeah. PBR. Uh. <laughs> I just noticed that your blob doll has a PBR shirt on it. Yeah. Got that at Halloween when I yeah. had her. That's truck stop Trixie. <laughs> Don't order the boxes anymore. She's on the box. Yeah, she's our um, drunk on comics mascot. Yeah, truck stop Trixie. She's clothed now. She wasn't for a really long time. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, about the <laughs> oh, I inflatable lot lizard doll. I didn't read the lot part. <laughs> inflatable lizard doll. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take her shirt off. There's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Miley Cyrus when I was the wrecking ball. Yes. There's no real reason why. That's her skirt. I need oh. to have. Or shirt. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty great costume. But anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> you guys ever play Castlevania? Uh, yes. Forever you... ago. A long, long time ago. Well, from a long, long time ago till now, they're actually going to be releasing... Uh, on Netflix, Castlevania, the series. Yes, animated. Yes. Yes. However, I'm a little disappointed in finding out what it's going to entail. Like, the the producer goes that this series is going to be rated as R as fuck. Like, yes. that is sweet. Should be. However, and it's coming out this, this year, 2017. But it is slated to be four episodes, half an hour each. And I don't feel like that's... Just four episodes? Yeah. And I don't feel like that's... So that makes it like a two-hour TV movie. Yeah. I don't feel like that's enough no. for the story. Mm-mm. And so, I mean... Say, what channel did you say? It was it's Netflix. Netflix. 
Oh, it's Netflix, so no commercials. It'll actually be a half hour. Right, yeah. but then, it, I mean, it only ends up being two hours. Yeah, sure. I mean, but, yeah, and, and that's that's not enough to binge, seriously. That's not enough to really... And I understand, though, too, like, animation takes a long time in the process. Right. And also, I do have hope in when they're letting these people be creative and, and telling the story in their time allotment. But then again, I'm like, you better have some other shit for a season two shortly after that. Like... If you're going to have seasons that are only going to be like five episodes each and you call it a season. It's the, it's the BBC story model. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much so. But yeah. like there better be another one then coming early 2018. Yeah. Otherwise that's too far in between. And especially like the backlash. I may have told you guys about uh, the Seven Deadly Sins. The I watched that show. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I've finally finished it's good it's fucking amazing it's taken forever for a season two but so season two just debuted this weekend did it yep oh shit and then here's the backlash though it's not a true season two it's four half hour episodes mm. that is filler in between a season two that doesn't really move the plot along it's kind of just like oh this and that it's just sating the need to have some before so people yeah. forget about it yep yeah. and Sadly for me, when I was trying to look up some more info on the series, I spoiled it by reading synopsis of the the manga that it's it's Mm. based off of. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is so much sweeter. I want to see this. Like, and I wouldn't mind actually picking it up because the whole creation of this world and everything is awesome as fuck. Yeah. And I find that anime was one of my favorites that I've seen so far, and... There has been no... Japan has had a lot of OVAs of uh, this series, but not a true second season, which obviously America would then steal and dub over. Right. So if Japan doesn't have that yet, it's going to be a long time till America gets that. And so this little holding over, and that was actually Netflix's stupidity to call it a season two. Right. I mean, they should have just said, you know, it was another OVA, and okay, we can... Right. Deal with it that way. So, I hope Castlevania doesn't have the same fate of people being like, that wasn't enough. Why, if it's on Netflix, and they know people are going to watch it all in a row anyway, why didn't they just make it like a two-hour movie? If that's what, essentially what it is. Why why not just make it a movie? Well, why why well, make it four episodes instead you, of a two-hour movie? I mean, technically, I could see, though... If they have some reveals that they kind of want to cut off at certain times when they're telling the story. But they have to know people are going to watch this straight. True. We watch eight hours of TV straight on Netflix. Two (laughs) hours is really literally nothing. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I guarantee you, I bet you it's for the metrics. Because if you started watching the two-hour movie but you didn't actually finish it, how does Netflix know that you watched the whole thing? Mm. Where if they see... Same user with their algorithms. Oh. Watch one, two, three, and four. It's kind of smart, actually. Yeah, I can't believe I said that. I know. I can't <laughs> believe you thought of that. <laughs> Super impressive. Uh, I didn't have much more news this week. Just a couple little filler things. Baby Groot's getting his own comic book series, which I'm actually kind of excited about, but also kind of saddened by because I feel like they're just grabbing like. It's just oh, a cash very much, grab. Very much so. And I, I mean, Baby Groot was cute, and they've had a Baby Groot many times before in the series. How it's blown up this big. It's oh. adorable. No, it's <laughs> cute and awesome, but make Groot be Groot. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean... Well, I think this gives us the opportunity, because Groot's so old in the comic book, this gives us an opportunity to actually, like... See him grow See up. him grow as a character, instead of just getting him already fully formed, maybe. Uh, I don't really know, but uh, I'll, I'll read the first one, just for giggles. So oh, I yeah, well, I mean, the, the whole story's, thing, pro- like- story's gonna probably be good, but then it's gonna be the bastardization of the ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. yeah. Kind of like what the fuck's going on with Star-Lord's father, oh. Ego, the living planet. Yes. Like, that is just pissing me off to, to nothing. And it's really a Kurt Russell is awesome, but now that we've seen the, the toys, I was thinking we're going to actually see the living planet, but no, we see An Kurt Russell yeah. action Would figure. you play with something that looked like a planet? Oh, uh, I have a Unicron. I mean, he transforms into yeah. a giant destroyer. So maybe, planet. I guess maybe if you could turn Kurt Russell into a planet. I almost feel though it should be, be one fun. of those rubber balls that you just throw at your action figures on, like <laughs> set up. It should be, um, it should be like a doll of Kurt Russell, and then there's just a pull string where you pull it, and it's like uh, <gasps> it's like an inflatable life raft where it just, <laughs> just blows up into a Yo. ball. Popples, do you remember Popples? They're those little stuffed animals oh, from the yeah. 80s where you could turn them inside out to little oh, balls. God, yes, geez. that's what they should have done. A stuffed Kurt Russell that you could turn mm, inside out. Plush <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about those. Yes, that's what they should. But, so, we don't know if in the movie he's going to ever be a That's the thing, I don't, don't know planet. if he will be. Well, but then how the hell does he impregnate his mom when they captured her? Because they were part of the Spartax uh, Empire. Like, they were humanoid, not a fucking living planet. Damn it, Marvel. You piss me off sometimes. (laughs) Just sometimes. Well, there is this system called Expermia, where when a comet hits a planet, it can shoot life off into the universe. and So maybe that's what happened. She was just around for the Expermia. She just... Got an asteroid to the cooch? Is that what's going on there? Yep. yep. <laughs> and all of a sudden she was pregnant? Yep. Yeah. It's a hard-hitting angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what sex supposed to be like? <laughs> speaking, speaking of toys, though, saw some new Transformers toys. I was wondering where you were going with that. And I'm halfway okay, halfway... Are these the based shit. on the movie toys? Or? Yeah, the new last, the last night. I think so. Yeah, that's the title. I think so. Yeah. Um, th- th- some of these are new. Some of these are great. Then there's the rehash repaints of previous models, and that pisses me off so much in toy lines. When they repaint, I understand things. you want to rebring out, you know, toys that you already have the molds for and that you didn't sell the first time. So slap on new packaging, and whoa, this is now Scream Starmer. Or something, <laughs> Starscream, but recast as Scream Starmer. Yeah, you got that it. Was, Lynn's at least got that it. Was bad. Yeah. <laughs> we we all got it. It was just not your it best is moment. <laughs> no, I was being actually. It wasn't a joke. It was serious. That's what they would fucking yeah. Do. Tron of Mega would be another one. Like you, all you need to do is make some random ass fucking name. Sounds like when when the people rip off other sto- toy lines and you get like. You mean like in third super world bad. countries yeah. and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> Justice League with the Lord of the Rings figures yeah. in there. Yeah. 
Um, but no, so so some of these are rehashes. A couple of them are looking new. I it is the one thing that I do all the time is I will go down the toy aisle and kind of look at. Yeah. Do you what's go down out. different toy aisles? Because they have different toys at different stores. Yeah. So like, like Toys R Us and then Target. Toys R Us, and... I fucking spend a hell. Fuck, I look at everything. I even look at the little. Now I look because of my niece and nephews. I look at the little, little kid stuff that I think is ridiculous because there's no articulation or no movement, but I'm like, well, fuck, kids they shouldn't have all in that. Their mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I look at some of even that stuff and be like, eh, like, a kid could play with this. Like, the new fucking uh, Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you should give kids fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, the new toys, <laughs> they have no articulation and they look like fucking blocks that don't transform, so fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, we know they do transform, though. Well, at least in the new trailer. Sticked. Okay, this is going to be my last of... Oh, there was a trailer? Oh. Because <laughs> I'm not going to mention that shit anymore. No, there was a new trailer, and it was amazing. I loved yes, this trailer. It there was so awesome. There was so much more action in this trailer than in previous Including ones. Including Alpha 5 beating up a that little That was so stupid. And Goldar being just a giant slimy... Like, he needs to solidify and be, like, true badass Goldar. If he's just, like, a... A liquid metal Terminator giant I mean, out of thing. Gold. It's stupid. And he's like a giant. He's like he's like a putty prime in this movie. It mm-hmm. looks like where she just creates him out of shit in the ground, and he's just big. I think that shit is gold. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a soft metal. Why would you make a your your giant thing that you're using to battle this giant mech out of gold? Which is very malleable. So. Funny side story, though. You know my ringtone. Yes. People have heard my ringtone many a time. Yes, anyone who listens to this podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> my my love of Power Rangers. Uh, so, last night when I was waiting for my Uber from uh, B-Dubs, it goes off. And the person next to me goes, you going to see that movie? <laughs> I go, well, yes. And then I kind of was feeling his nerdage of things and... You, you and he goes. You were feeling the nerdage of the guy next to you. Yeah, I wanted to know, like you know, like he, obviously he knew it was Power Rangers. So mm. how much does he know? Is he a fan, or is he gonna start being like, "Oh, you nerd," and I'd be like, "Fuck off," like but, and then punch you in the face. I felt like his, <laughs> felt like his nerdage was poking into my thigh. <laughs> Anyways, we end up having like a good five, ten minute conversation about the movie, thoughts, uh, things that we dislike from the trailers, uh, memories. There was a table behind us that was fucking cracking up laughing that I can only assume were listening to us talk. Yeah. But I'm pretending that they were talking about something else that they were laughing at, but they started laughing the moment we started talking Power Rangers. I'm like, Mm. you know what? I'm a proud nerd, and I'm not afraid to say it. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool, just a, a nerd moment. I've never really had that in the wild. I, I <laughs> really, I get it all the time. Well, you hang out though at nerdy places. That's true. That's true. I'm at B Dubs. Like, I mm. guess that everyone and their mother can go there, but at the same point, that it's true. It's easier to tell who's nerds at the places I go to. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so, the, you get you get the individual Power Ranger Max in this trailer. Right, and then you get the giant one. I don't, the combination of what the hell is that called? <laughs> the Megazord. Yeah, thank you. Um, I thought they looked Actually. really. I thought they looked really. Shut up. I thought they looked really cool. Yeah, in the I think so too. Uh, Rita 
Elizabeth Banks. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. She's the best yeah. part of most movies that she's in, though. So I actually made me more excited to, to see the movie, um, except for any part where they weren't doing Power Ranger stuff. Anytime yeah, where they I, were just see, people. I like, I like all that stuff, too. <laughs> Anytime where they were just people, I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't really care about what's going on in your life. <laughs> Sorry, guys. When is that coming out? When is the release date? Fuck, uh, oh. I don't even remember. I gave up kind of it's, my heart on this for is the, the third movie. trailer, so it's got to be soon. Yeah. I have no idea. We're all going we to Google it right maybe now. Maybe we should know um, that, considering <laughs> we're supposed to be authorities. Hey, we claim to have a lot of knowledge. We don't claim as that we're accurate. Yeah, we're, we're not, we're not <laughs> movie release date. March 24th. Ah. Oh, yeah, so it is next month. Logan's coming out soon. March 3rd. Yes. And if you buy your tickets through a very particular website... You get super awesome mini posters done by, mm, like, a bunch of different artists. Yes. Which is cool. Uh, Six different exclusive Jeff posters. Lemire, my favorite. Yep. And Becky Cloonan. Becky Cloonan, yeah. Hers was awesome. Yeah. Did I tell you guys how I'm very looking forward to Beauty and the Beast? You've mentioned that. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm well, it that. looks like a great movie. It's, it's interesting how you're excitement for Beauty and the Beast has now surpassed your excitement for Power Rangers. To be honest, I think, well, yeah, I probably would have said Power Rangers more. But yeah, it definitely has. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Tony's a theater kid at heart, so. Mm. <laughs> One of the things that me and a buddy were talking about the other day was they they don't need to. I just wish they would, but no fucking way they would is a Star Wars pass. Pay $300 and you get to go to all, every future Star Wars movie. Oh my god, that's a good idea. I mean, I feel like in the, well, that, that'd be really high price, but... It, if you could see like, it, like, almost an unlimited number of times. Yeah, or, like, be, you get five times. Yeah, that'd be it worth it. Yeah. Those things would sell like candy, because, yeah, I guess, yeah, because do one a year, so it'll even say 20 bucks, that wouldn't really work that long. Well, because yeah, there's only a seven and eight, and then the two. No, they're gonna keep making these every well, other so, year. But so far, eight we've only got year. four planned. So three hundred dollars might be a little much. But I'm saying though, I mean, then they could roll with that and say, "Ha, sucks to you guys, we're not making right. anymore." But it'd be a gamble. I feel like it would be worth it, and that'd be just great that I don't have to like wait in line or mm. I just have like my code to do it. And I feel like that's the only franchise that would work in that situation to no do that. marvel you don't think marvel would benefit from doing i think marvel would almost oh, actually, be better yeah actually that would be better because they're yeah they're never gonna stop making those no two. no i mean just with what they have on the docket they would totally be worth it mm-hmm. especially if it got although you. then you would have people confused about x-men and well those people Spider-Man. are stupid <laughs> <Spider-Man>. <laughs> yeah. actually the Spider-Man one is valid, actually. Actually, well, nowadays, no, that would probably be wrapped into the Marvel ones. Yeah, maybe Marvel now. So Sony has distribution rights, but it's yeah. for all intents and purposes Marvel. If they did something like that, I bet they would wrap Spider-Man in. Speaking that. of Spider-Man, uh, so you know how secure they have of scripts and everything on these movie sets oh, nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland accidentally. Well, now go back a little bit when Samuel Jackson accidentally 
brought his script home with him from the first Avengers movie and someone got a hold of it and tried to sell it online for lots of money, that's why they need security lockdown. you got to turn in your scripts at the end of the day. Right. Well, Tom Holland forgot to do that. And he went to his apartment, wherever that, you know, live in while they're shooting, and he went to online, um, I think it was a Vine, or it was one of those, you know, online places, and he showed... I accidentally walked home with this script. I'm sorry, Marvel, but this is what I'm doing. And he lit it on fire to prove that he's, like... Wow. Did that, and... Obviously, you know, they would have tracked down who didn't turn in their script. They probably would have. But he was like, I'm a little more worried of what if someone breaks into my house right. and gets the yeah. script. Because for, and a lot of people are, were speculating too, like it's it's got to be Infinity War that he's got the script for right well, now. yeah, because they just That's what they're start, filming. Yeah, they and Homecoming's teaser. already shot, so. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, they well, they dropped that, the... It was not. It wasn't really a teaser trailer for Infinity War, but it was like a, they've started shooting, kind of commercial for the movie, and it starts with Galactus. To, oh no, the Collector talking about all the different stones, and it shows Galactus putting on the gauntlet. You, you mean, didn't watch that one. Who? Not Galactus. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, you having a brain fart? Oh my god! You can't yes. think of the best villain Marvel has. Thanos. Yes, okay. Actually, Glax uh, is pretty good, too, but... <laughs> it shows Thanos putting on the gauntlet at some point in time, and it talk, It shows there all the all the actors are talking about being part of Infinity War, and Guardians of the Galaxy are there, and this is when they're bringing Guardians of the Galaxy into the Avengers, and mm-hmm. Tom Holland's there, and he's, he's so adorable. He's just, like, so excited to be a part of this whole thing, and it totally comes up, like, the way he acts in... Spider-Man acts in... Captain America, Civil War, you know, how geeked he is to be part of the event. That's how Tom Holland is about being part of these movies. They're yeah. exactly the same. He is Spider-Man. They are exactly the same person. They really, that's been kind of Marvel's thing is you get actors who embody yeah. those characters. Right. So yeah. I have I have high hopes for this new Spider-Man. I, was, I liked Andrew Garfield, but Tom Holland is just, he's just nerding out on it so hard, and it makes mm-hmm. me so excited to to see everything i do want to take a step back star wars title the last jedi a lot of people are like oh shit you know there's only going to be one because there's two of them so one of them is going to die right but it has been revealed through different translations because jedi could mean plural or singular that we don't know if this means the last jedi and in the many of them that are around or as in singular they're only being one well, other uh, translations around the world, they have different suffixes to explain plural or singular, and through the power of the internets, we've found that this Jedi, they would put it in a certain way if that's how it was meant to be as a singular, but it's supposed to be plural. plural. So what that opens up to is, who are the plural Jedi that mm. these are the last of? And is this going to see a resurgence of... Obviously, we already know that all Luke's children that he was teaching are dead. Are there others out there that they were able to sneak off somewhere? Right. Does this just mean him I'm, I'm and Ray? Betting, I'm betting that Luke is going to be one of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty fair bet. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that bet. Um, you know, again, so in the original movies, we had 
Return of the Jedi. So mm-hmm. the Jedi had gone away, and now they're making a resurgence. Well, that's what I almost feel, though. If they were going to title this, they should have titled uh, this as the third of this trilogy to go with the... Uh, right. Instead of it being... Yeah. But that's just title shit, which I right. don't matter. But I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping to see more... I, I know that this is the Skywalker family legacy movies. Right. But I have some other fucking, like, badasses, like, in the prequels when they showed all these other Jedi like fucking doing like lightsaber battles. I want to see more of that. Yes. So have a couple more. Have some more in the force to show that it's not just now two people that anyone can be if they believe. Well there's got, I mean you know, there's got to be more out there. They are not just, it's not like just the Skywalkers are the only force users Mm -hmm. in the entire universe. There's other ones out there, I'm sure. Maybe they just don't know that they're force users yet. Maybe it's one of, become one of those urban legends where you don't even like think about whether you are one or not. What the, what was that guy's name? John Boyega. Mm-hmm. Finn. Finn. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They, there was a lot of theories that, that he's he, a Jedi. That he had some some. I'm really hoping he's Lando Calrissian's son. Mm. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but I'm really. We don't hoping. need to tie everything into. I think we fucking do. In the pe- previous. This one we do. Just because no. I love Lando Calrissian so much, I want to see him again. Old Lando Calrissian. What was what was the, <laughs> what was the big hologram again? The bad guy. Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, that's probably Lando Calrissian. <laughs> I think that's Chewbacca, <laughs> all grown up. Chewbacca's in the movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what movie are you watching? <laughs> I keep getting um, Episode Seven and uh, Rogue One mixed up, mixed in, up in my head. head. Oh, yeah. they are so different. Well, He's the just... stories were different, but the look and feel of it—they were exactly the same. You know, like obviously they used the same production company, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't really have. Unless you want to talk about Funkos getting their own comic books. Bug. Why? That's really that's yeah. Zimas yeah. and Funkos. Why? Why? Because <laughs> because Fun- money. Funkos are Funkos are based off characters that yeah, have so their own comic books already. So it's gonna be like Baby Muppets. Or Muppet, Muppet the Muppet babies. babies. Wow, you really fucked that one up. Yeah, two words. <laughs> yeah, the Muppet Babies. Yes, well, the Muppet Babies no, was Muppet amazing. Babies was awesome. It was awesome. But yeah. that's what I'm saying is this is gonna be like the Muppet Babies for everything geek. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I get yeah. it. I think though, there's a better, shittier version of something that we could probably come up with. There's a better, shittier version. Yeah, oh, to compare them to. Babies. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe if they, they were, like, shitty type of action figures we could compare them to, like... Like the mini... What were those called? The Those mini... Yeah, those things sucked. The, the, yeah, I can't. I totally just can't remember what they were called at all. But they were like these small little landscapes, like like uh, you would have like a bad guy's lair or something like that, and you could open it up and you'd have mini figures. Mighty Max. Mighty Max. I think Is that so. It? That sounds right. This doesn't sound like something. I Polly Pocket. The, the, ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like the exact same thing, but for boys. Hey. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It, yeah. it was very gender, Pocket was stupid. Very gender yeah, centered. That's true. Uh, so, the, but these comic books are going to be put out by IDW. So they're only going to focus on Funko Pop vinyls that are IDW property related. Yeah, so they're for so one. Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The X Files, Strawberry Shortcake, and Judge Dredd. So yeah. the <laughs> oh my god, Strawberry <laughs> Shortcake and Judge Dredd. They're, they're all going to be one shot. I'm so. actually imagining though this is going to be more like. Uh, uh, X Men uh, babies, kind of like how Scotty Young has oh, done, like yeah. the the AVX babies series that he's had a couple come out one shot stuff. I feel like this is gonna because that's what they look like. If I'm picturing the square heads, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of hoping that they're not actual animations and they just make an entire comic out of like stop motion poses and then with little word bubbles like they used to do in the Wizard magazine. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, but I also wish these weren't all separate one-shots because I totally want to see Strawberry Shortcake and Judge Dredd in a comic together. Why wouldn't you do yeah, that? I have if no idea. If you own both of those properties, why would you not do I would love to see Judge Dredd thing. in Strawberry Shortcake land. Yeah. Oh my god. He would, <laughs> that would be so awesome. He would think he's on like drugs. Yes. Yeah. And he's just trying to bring killing. justice. Somebody steals some yeah. a pie off somebody else's window. And yeah. He's he trying to bring killing. the justice. And then they have to try and kill him. They have to figure out how to kill. <laughs> I always feel like this is a robot chicken scene. Yes. That yeah. could really play out yes. very quickly and how <laughs> bad that would be. Yeah, that would be an awesome book. Uh, but I really don't think that that's where this is going to go, and I don't understand why they're doing it. But good for them, I guess. People love them pop vinyls. I don't understand why. Because I'm looking at like 40 of them on Tony's <laughs> shelf. Those were from Loot Crates. I didn't <laughs> buy any of those. I think you bought the Ned Stark one. I, I like them when it's something that when you're buying, when you're not buying them because they're Funkos, but because they are something a property from your you love. Past. Like I've got a, a Scully and a Mulder. Yeah. yeah, that I have at work. Just because I think X-Files is awesome. And yeah. I like the Funkos. Right. And I have a baby Groot one. You have a baby... But that was Loot Crate, too. No. I thought it was. There was a... There was the one that uh, Tony has up here that's regular Groot that has... Is glow-in-the-dark. Yeah. Has a glow-in-the-dark hand. But I have one, a baby Groot, that's in an actual pot. Yeah. And it's a bobblehead. I thought that came from... Loot My brother Crate. got it for me for Christmas. And then, um... Yeah, I've got a few others. I have one that's like a Joker Batman. But have you ever that's looked really at them awesome. and said, holy shit, I can't wait to read about them in comic form? <laughs> nope, never. <laughs> well, never. you know, now you can reenact an X-Files comic book with your Mulder and Scully pop Except vinyls. they're not poseable at all. I know. You can to- Which move is the head. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. No you articulation, the yes. They're purely show pieces. Yeah. Yeah, and they're definitely like going after the nerd culture 100 percent yeah but you know that's where the money's at right now so anybody anybody else no no have you booze in a book all right booze in a book this week i picked up the wild storm uh which is a reboot of wild storm which was an imprint that started as an independent comic book imprint started by jim lee 
which then was swallowed up by DC and they stopped printing, I think, in the late aughts. Um, I never read any of the previous Wildstorm comics. Tony, have you? I read a couple back in the day, like back when everyone was first buying image books, so like Spawn number one or Wildstorm number one, and like, whoa, this shit is like awesome and different than the superheroes. But to be honest, like, from the sporadic of them all, like, Spawn was the only one that I kind of kept reading. Yeah. Because, I mean, the shipment dates and all the stuff of, with, um, image and stuff. Right. Um, so the original Wildstorm was a bunch of different comics embodied into the Wildstorm universe. So it was Wildcats and Stormwatch and Gen 13 and Wetworks and a couple other ones. And this, the Wildstorm, is all of those properties, I think, combined into one 24-chapter story, which is just a nice way of saying this is only going to be 24 issues. Yeah, but, which is know, cool, like, the numbering on the top, I notice, like, it's marked one, but you see, like, the two, three, mm-hmm. four, all the way down to yep. 24. Uh, it's written by Warren Ellis, and he said that he imagined writing this as, like, a full graphic novel, but he wanted to... Sp- it's a four-part, four-issue... No, four-part... How many would that be Six. per issue? Six issues. Thank you. Math. Yeah. I don't do math on the weekends. Um, <laughs> so, and then at the end, you collect it all into one story, which, to me, is how all comic books are written, so I don't know why he needed to explain that. <laughs> no, but, but I think, though, too, though, like he's saying, though, I've had, I have a vision for beginning, middle, and end, like, I know where this is going. Yeah, and maybe it's going to end on, like, a big, like, holy shit, we can't make any more. Or, obviously, there could be another series that comes off of that, but pretty much saying, we are doing this for 24 issues because I have this already planned out and we're already cranking them out type of a scenario to get more people hyped of, like, okay, we pick up this first one, is it going to really be around for number two, like a lot of comics happen to be? Yeah, that's true. And this book was really good. It has me intrigued. Again, I'd never read the originals and it was nice knowing that I could get into it without having to know like the entire backstory uh the other thing I really liked about this and I don't know if this was true about any of the original stories or the universe in general but this is a very female heavy book like a lot of the main characters are all female like it's very focused on that which I kind of liked because they're they're all kinds they're not just all the good guys either like there's the one girl who's kind of an assassin and the very first pages are her killing some guy in a bathroom Mm -hmm. and then you have the scientist who's discovered a new technology that she's trying to get off the ground (laughs) which is funny when you if you've read this book but (laughs) (laughs) i won't give away why i giggled just now um but there's there's all kinds of stuff going on in here there's i want to say maybe too much going on in the first issue because i don't completely understand how they can pack this much stuff into an issue and not have people confused, but I'm hoping that they're going to do it Game of Thrones style, where they throw everything into the first episode and then they hash it out over the long haul. Anyway, (laughs) I'm pairing this today with the Queen of Tarts from Odd Side Ales, mainly because it's a female-heavy book. Definitely a Got a bunch of queens going on in this, and not in the RuPaul kind of way. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a sweet... Queen of Hearts is a sweet beer, but it's 
kind of sour and bitter at the end, which is definitely the way this book starts and ends. So pick it up. If you don't know Wildstorm, you're okay. I didn't, and it was still good. And the art in this by John Davis Hunt is amazing. It's, it's just amazing. So there you go. It's those in the book. Cool. All right. Well, with that, stay thirsty for Zima. Oh. Not. <laughs> Welcome to 1995. Yeah. <laughs>